Welcome to the Emily T. Gale Show, ESPN, Hawaii.com. And I'm delighted to talk with uh, Frank and Laura Sayre. Did I got you there, Frank and Laura? Yes, we're yes, here. Yes, we're here. <laughs> so uh, it's a beautiful day in Detroit, as I'm sure it is in Hawaii. I'm just on the riverfront watching the freighters go by, looking over at Canada, across the river, and everybody out enjoying their recreation. And I, you know, I've had you on my mind for the last year, I would say, because uh, we talked a lot about the Daniel Sayre Foundation over the last year. And, of course, the Daniel Sayre Foundation, all of us that enjoy recreation in Hawaii, you know, we go out and have a good time, but you never know when an accident might happen and might need to avail once uh, to the services of the Hawaii Fire Department County Rescue. And um, I'm going to ask you, Frank and Laura, if you might give a little background of the Daniel Sayre Foundation and why it is so important to all of us that enjoy recreation and how it came about. And and more importantly, the wonderful, it's a year-round fundraising effort you do with the Daniel Sayre Foundation, but once a year, in the end of August, you have the beautiful Daniel Sayre Foundation dinner. So maybe you can tell about it. Yeah, yes, Emily. Um, This will be our 17th event, um, and it will be held at the Fairmont Orchid Hotel on August 30th. It's always Labor Day Saturday each year. Um, and the Fairmont Orchid Hotel partners with us on this event and helps us uh, put on the event. And uh, our foundation was established 17 years ago when our 25-year-old son um, went into Polalu Valley, which is on the northern end of the island here on the Big Island, and unfortunately fell off a cliff at Kapalua Falls. And it took the Waiakea Rescue crew over 10 hours to finally get to him and um, and recover him at great risk to their own lives. And of course, we were hoping for a recovery, uh, not a, a rescue, not a recovery. Um, but unfortunately, when they finally were able to get to him, um, 10 hours later, um, they found out that he had perished. During that day, um, we observed heroism above and beyond the call of duty. Um, they did not have ropes long enough to rappel down into the canyon, so they kept attempting to reach Dan by helicopter with cables underneath the helicopter lowering down rescue workers, and they kept having to abort the mission time after time after time. Finally, the captain called the mission off and told us we should leave, and we decided we were going to stay during the night and just call down to Dan with the hopes that he was still alive and he knew we were still there and that they were going to try to bring in ropes from Honolulu the next day. Um, At that point, they called in David Okita, and David um, was able to come in. He was able to take James uh, James Kuniyoshi and Clarence Young on a cable with a billy punet down into the valley. They were able to get to Dan, and they were able to determine that he had indeed perished, and they were able to get him out. Then David took him to a staging area um, near um, the valley, and he went back and got uh, Clarence and James and was able to extricate them from the valley as well, um, giving us closure. During that time, we just we knew that it was very risky because just the year before on Oahu, a very similar type of rescue had occurred, 
and the helicopter had gone down, killing all aboard. So not only did the people who were in the valley, uh, who had fallen into the valley, perish, but so did the people on the helicopter. So we knew the dangers that were inherent, and we just were amazed at the heroism, and we were amazed at the tenacity of these individuals. Even after the mission had been called off, they all volunteered to stay and help us. And I don't know that you can ever thank someone enough for doing that for you. They didn't know who we were. They didn't know who our son was. But they just had some, so much compassion for us that they went in and, and they were able to get down. Well, from that day forth, your efforts have been stellar, but you're always so quick to say that this community effort, and it really has been. You've mobilized the community in an unbelievable way. Uh, talk about some of the equipment over the years that the fundraising has been able to put into our community, the county, county fire department. Emily, thanks. I'll take this one. Um, the equipment ranges from one extreme to the other. Um, uh, through the Iron Man Foundation, uh, we were able to get a, a three-quarter ton flatbed, four-wheel drive, brand new truck for fighting brush fires. It was fully equipped with all the the things that the the fire guys needed for uh, the volunteer station down at the bottom of uh, Palisades, so Seven Bravo. Uh, the other end of the extreme was um, we were told by uh, Captain Michael Andrade that they needed vehicle stabilization devices. And when I asked him, well, what's that? He said, well, when a car has flipped over on the road and gasoline's pouring out and it's rocking around and there are people inside it, they need something to shim the car to hold it steady so they can get the people out. And what this would be would be pieces of uh, lumber, 2x4s and 4x4s, that uh, were angled that they could slide into the, the car and hold it in, in place and stabilize it. And so what they needed were some boards. And I asked him, well, what are you guys using now? He said, well, we just uh, get rocks from by the side of the road and jam those under the car. So, you know, from boards to a flatbed truck and then everything in between, when we got involved, they were using uh, scuba tanks for underwater rescues that were 40 years old and regulators that were 20 years old. And they didn't have any cold weather equipment. If some uh, snowboarder ran into a, uh, a boulder up on Mauna Kea, they didn't have long underwear. They didn't have gloves, mittens, hats, any of that. So... The more we got into it, the more we realized uh, just how involved the, the needs were. And uh, where we are now, what we're trying to establish, and it looks like it's going to occur, is uh, getting jet skis for the uh, the lifeguards, the water safety officers. Our island, believe it or not, is the only one in the state where the lifeguards don't have jet skis to go get people. So it, it's the needs are, are, are tremendous. Well, you know, as you say, you know, the jet skis, and I was just uh, thinking back of what a month and two months ago you had the gifting, you had the ceremony out at Hapuna, and, and that's where Daniel was working was the, I can remember my soft tears coming down my face. I know I remember them like it was yesterday that him taking to my room, you know, as a bellhop and his charm and his delight, just a delightful young man. And, 
you know, you had your gifting ceremony. I mean, year round, your the items that you donate to the Hawaii Fire County Fire Department and Rescue Squad are, are amazing. But just the, like the communication system, that was new, right? Yes, we um, were able to get a long-range communication system for Hapuna Beach. Again, another gift through our foundation, through the Ironman Foundation. This is a $12,500 piece of equipment, and it's basically it's a PA system because Hapuna Beach is so long and large that megaphones really don't work that well up there. And it is, believe it or not, considered the most dangerous beach in the entire state, even more dangerous than Sunset or Waimea Bay, um, because more people have back and neck injuries there and have more drownings there than any other place in the state. And um, so having that PA system is just enormous so that the lifeguards can warn people if there's sharks in the water, if there are big sets coming in, or if there are rip currents, or if there's um, someone getting too close to the rocks, so they can have the system to warn people to stay out of harm's way. So that was a huge uh, donation this past year. Another large donation that we have received this last year from just the support of our community is we were able to buy, buy 36 BCDs, buoyancy control devices with regulators, to help the, the dive crews because, as as we all know, we're surrounded by a body of water, and they're oftentimes having the water to do rescue, not just in the ocean, but also into the rivers and into um, the pools underneath the waterfalls if someone slips and falls or if they're having to go through rushing water when we're having these mass floods, they're able to use the scuba equipment to, to get um, to the areas that are are necessary. The new scuba equipment that we purchased this year, and we did purchase them for them 12 years ago, but those have worn out, but the equipment that we purchased for them this year is able to tell them how deep they are, how long they have to stay down. Uh, there, it's, the technology is far more than anything we've had in the past. And so not only is it important for us to be able to buy gear that they need, but also buy gear with the latest technology because that helps them to be more efficient and obviously more effective in helping to save lives here. We also were able to provide a dive training class for all of the the, uh, the people in the rescue squads with experts from the mainland uh, through the, the generosity of our community. The reason that we have the foundation is we discovered soon after we set up the foundation to honor the people who go above and beyond the Call of Duty was that they do have equipment needs because the Hawaii County budget is not able to take care of all of the needs that they have. Uh, they make do quite well with what they have, but a lot of a lot of these items that we're able to help purchase for them really helps to make their jobs easier and safer for them, the fire department, and it also makes it much more likely that a rescue is a rescue instead of a recovery. And so anything we can do with our foundation to help save another life, obviously, is going to save people the pain that we went through with our son. And... Um, and we want to help the fire department be safe as well. So it's through our community that we're able to raise these funds each year. We have um, an annual fundraising campaign, and people who can't come to the dinner 
are able to help donate or sponsor firefighters to come to the dinner. But at the dinner itself, we have an enormous silent auction whereby people from the entire island donate to the silent auction, and our guests can come and bid on these items. All the money goes in from these donations that were so generously given by our community. And uh, we it takes up three ballrooms for the fairmont. I've been told that it's the largest silent auction on the island for any group. And then we also have a live auction, and our live auction is a little bit different. We're not auctioning off items that were given to us for the silent auction. We're auctioning off pieces of equipment and training. So people who come to our event can actually uh, buy a piece of equipment or they can buy part of the training program or they can donate toward a piece of equipment um, if they can't purchase the entire thing. So they can either buy an automatic defibrillator outright or they can buy a quarter of a defibrillator um, or they can help to buy gloves or diving knives or um, help to buy the BCDs. So they are they're able to be a part of this event uh, and in their direct support to the fire department by buying these pieces of equipment. And then once we get those pieces of equipment in, we have gifting ceremonies where we, we present the fire department with these pieces of equipment that we've purchased for them and we invite the people who participated in the gift to come and actually give that piece of equipment to the fire department. So um, it, it, the we, every donation that we get and we use it for the purchase of the equipment or purchase of the training. We don't, we don't use any of those donations for our operating costs. So it's, uh, it's a huge um, win for everybody. The fire department gets what they need and the budget for the county cannot afford to give them. And um, it helps to save lives not only of the people here in our community, uh, but it also helps to save lives of our vis visitors, those from the mainland and also those from abroad. And it also helps us because we're doing this in the memory of our son and we're helping to save lives. So it's, it's, uh, it's a very positive thing. And over the past 17 years, we've been able to raise over a million dollars for the Hawaii County Fire Department. It's Dr. Frank and Laura Sarah, my longtime dentist, dental hygienist, and to so hundreds and hundreds in the community. But we're, while I talk about the Daniel Sarah Foundation year round, in these next two weeks, we're going to be focused on the Daniel Sarah Foundation dinner at the Fairmont Orchid, who's been a terrific partner in regards to the dinner. The dinner is not just a dinner, it is a party, it's a gathering of uh, Four or five hundred people that are real supporters of the event and of the Daniel Sarah Foundation and realize the importance of all this fundraising. And I think what's interesting is that these aren't items that you think the fire department needs. These are items that the fire department and the chief every year and the, the, and the people with the uh, Hawaii County Fire Department put together and give to you. This is what we need. And you go out and you start fulfilling that wish list. Um, that is correct, Emily. They submit a wish list to us each year, and then we present that to our audience. And people can actually buy pieces of these equi this equipment on and training online as well, and they can also register online. We have a website. It's www.danielsare, and that's S like in Sam, A-Y-R-E, Foundation, so Daniel Sare Foundation, um, and that is .net, .com, or .org. We have all three domains. So people can go online. They can go to the 2014 campaign. 
they can register for the dinner. It's $100 a person for the dinner and parking is free. And uh, that donation, that amount of money goes directly to the Fairmont Orchid. We don't make any money on that. But where we do make money is on the silent auction and the donations that people make to us as well as the purchase of equipment. So they can go online, they can donate, they can sponsor um, people to come to our dinner or they can sponsor putting on the event. Um, and they can just participate. And the website itself is very exciting. They can go to the 2013 uh, rescue stories, click on the rescue stories, and see the seven videos from the rescues that were honored last year. They can also see photos of this year's honorees. So um, it's a it's a really nice website. We have a great Facebook page, and we have this YouTube account with the videos. And it tells a lot about what we're accomplishing. How far we've come. Well, what's so great at the dinner, which is Saturday, August 30th at the Fairmont Orchid, the Daniel Sayre Foundation fundraising dinner, is that, Laura, you put together such a beautiful presentation for these uh, firemen and firewomen that you're honoring that went beyond the call of duty this year. Each year it's a, a new batch of uh, honorees, and it's just a beautiful presentation and, and one that really educates and introduces people to the to the perils that, the, that our, our company fire department go through when they're doing whether it's rescue or whatever they're doing and you know the silent auction i mean it, it's 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 like no other silent auction there's all always those wonderful things locally that people can get you can buy golf rounds for your friends who come in for snowbirds in the winter time and everything but you have things like this year you have got a signed paul mccartney guitar i ran into alan clark one that bought the uh the package to uh, Scotland, to St. Andrews last year. Gerald uh, Gleed was a guest uh, last year. He had gotten that package, and what a wonderful thing that is. They got, went over there and played golf and stayed in the hotels, you know, at St. Andrews. And So your your packages and your items in the auction are beyond belief when you start walking around that room and see what they are. Uh, yes, we're actually going to have that same Scotland trip again this year um, at the at the uh, Fairmont St. Andrews and uh, golfing at St. Andrews, but this year it's going to be for seven days. And uh, so that also includes the golf package that goes with that. So it's a very exciting um, golf package, and we're going to have Nanea again this year and uh, Kohana Iki this year. And so we've got some great golf packages coming up. And um, uh, all of it, you know, generosity from our community as well. So we're, we're really excited about that silent auction. And uh, it's, it's a fun event. We have uh, we have musician that plays during the event. Dennis Pascabillo has been our musician for 17 years, beautiful guitar player and singer. And then at the end of the mm-hmm. evening, um, after we finish out the program itself at 9 o'clock, we have Vision 2020, a rock and roll dance band from Hilo that, gener- that donates their time to come over. They all six band members come over and donate every year uh, to put on this wonderful uh, after party for all of the honorees and the guests, and so it really is a celebration. And we are going to be honoring 16 of uh, the men and women who have gone above and beyond the call of duty this year in five separate rescues. So we're excited. Our second 
female, uh, Lori Beers, who was an off-duty lifeguard and uh, saw someone drowning at Hapuna and was able to uh, go and provide them with spinal support. And then Ben uh, Fisher and Paul Tucker came as well to their aid, and the patient was um, non-responsive, no pulse, uh, no breathing, and they were able to revive him and bring him back. So uh, pretty amazing uh, rescues, um, some cliff rescues that where they were able to save two people that had fallen off a cliff 130 feet down and another 150 feet down, and they were able to rescue them and get them to safety. Just, you know, the rescue stories are the kind of stuff that gives you goosebumps, and these guys are, you know, putting their lives at risk in order to save individuals who've gotten into trouble. So the rescue stories themselves are pretty amazing, and we're so honored to be able to give these awards each year to the people who go above and beyond. We're not the only ones who give awards that night. The County of Hawaii has joined with us, and they give commendations that evening. And the Hawaii Senate and the House of Representatives both give accommodations to the men and women that night as well. So our state and our county are very involved in this event. And um, it's a huge gala event with the mayor coming and helping us and the county council and the state senate and state representatives being there as well. So good chance to mix and mingle and say thank you to our fire personnel that are always there for us, always rushing in when the rest of us are rushing out. It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. I'm talking from downtown Detroit where four people are going by on segways right now on the riverfront and uh, lots of recreation going on here. And that's what the Daniel Sarah Foundation is all about is to make it more comfortable for families when there might be an accident. There has to be a rescue. And, uh, you know, you talk about the generous coming up Saturday, August 30th, but the silent auction starts at 4.30. People can make it an entire day, really. It's a wonderful thing. didn't mention the great dinner that the Fairmont presents that, that night as well, a buffet that goes on while you're doing the uh, presentation. So it's really a lovely evening. I think the, the best part about it is the way so many people show up for it and get to see each other that maybe haven't seen each other for a year, but all for the same purpose, really have, giving the support to the Hawaii County Fire Department and to the Daniel Sarah Foundation. Yeah, it's a great event. Uh um everybody really seems to uh to enjoy it and to um to show their their uh thanks, give their thanks to the the county fire department. We had an interesting little talk with Chief Rosario the other day and um the the uh the aftermath and, and of uh and and during the storm too of, of uh tropical storm Isel. Um they had prepared pretty well for it uh, as best they could. They had moved uh, ambulances into areas that were usually cut off when there's heavy rains and flooding in, in Kau and in Puna. And um, they'd moved extra personnel in. But then during the height of the storm, uh, they got calls for three different house fires in different places. And then there was... Uh, a an admission up at uh, Puna Geothermal, and so they had to send the hazmat guys in there. And when they were in there, after they took care of the incident there, the uh, road was blocked by uh, fallen trees on the way out, and they had something like 18 uh, emergency medical calls that came in while all this was going on. So 
it's it's just you know what's going on behind the scenes is is the stuff that none of us really know about until something like this happens and so this is a chance for like you say all of the people of the big island to come out and say you know thanks you guys you're just and, and ladies you're just doing a fantastic job you know, I think I think that part is important, but I think also just to be so educated about what goes into it or what we don't think about, like having enough equipment to be warm up at the top of Mauna Kea if they're doing a rescue or just things that we take for granted. I think that's the part that you've also done so well while raising the funds to get equipment, educating the community has been a big piece of the Daniel Sayre Foundation. And you're a big piece of the foundation, too, Emily, because from day one, you have been helping us with public relations and letting our community know about the event, and you have been on our committee from day one. So, you know, we really appreciate the fact that you are so wonderfully supportive and that you're getting the information out to, you know, our community through your radio show, and that is a very large part of the puzzle that needs to always be put together. And one of the things I wanted to mention in terms of golf, um, because, you know, you have so many golf um, fans listening to your show, is that we have been working with uh, Kelly Fleer from the Mitsubishi Electric PGA Championship that's held out at the Four Seasons each year. Our fire department, <clears throat> rescue personnel, and EMS help to volunteer at his event each year to provide medical care for anybody who's in the tournament or anybody who's there as a visitor observing the tournament. And as a result, he has made a donation to our foundation for the last three years of $5,000. And he is continuing to do that just as, as a gesture of thank you to the firemen because, they, you know, there's no fee involved in that. It's just one of the community services that our fire department does. And um, so we're, be, we're being able to count on that $5,000 each year to help buy some of the larger pieces of equipment and training that's necessary. And then also HP Bike Works, and I know that as an athlete yourself, that HP Bike Works is, you know, Janet and Grant Miller are good friends of yours as well, and they have been donating money from the Cinco de Mayo swim that they have every year, and the last two years it's $4,000. And we also have some Cal and Stacy Dorn donate a percentage of their December sales to us each year. And for the last few years, it's been around $4,500, and it's going to be close to $5,000 this year. So with that kind of steady support, we're able to count on doing more and more for the fire department each and every year. Well, I've been real aware of the Mitsubishi Electric Championship participation. I work with Kelly very closely, and I've enjoyed each year talking about uh, the association or the relationship that he has, has uh, built with you as he has with the Rotary Club and the Big Island Junior Golf. And, you know, they put a lot of thought into who they're going to bring in as the beneficiaries of the funds that are raised. And, and I know he did a lot of research on that and choosing the Daniel Sarah Foundation. Iron Man, you know, the other day I'm walking over to HP, to Hawaiian Pedals, which is now uh, – Kona Beach and Sports on a lady drive to talk with one of their people for the show that you're going to share the show with this week and, and Andrea Best and and uh, coming around the corner was the fire truck with the Iron Man donated by the Iron Man, you know, through the Daniel Sayre Foundation. So talk about their their contributions as well. That's correct. Um, well, the Iron Man has been there with us right from the beginning and uh, we you know, I really consider them partners with this event because each and every year 
the Ironman Foundation and Diana Birch come forth with, you know, astounding gifts that helped the fire department. Um, the brush fire truck was 50, around $54,000. Uh, they have bought a chopper spotter, which helps the, the pilot of the chopper to be able to land on this device called a chopper spotter that moves it in and out of the hangar. Prior to that time, they were this poor guy was having to shove the helicopter in and out of the hangar just with his own strength. Um, and obviously that's not very efficient when you're trying to get to somebody quickly as well. Um, so that chopper spotter has been huge. They Two years ago they bought um, FLIR thermal imager for the uh, chopper pilots. And this imager can find a person who's in the ocean or in a lava desert or in the tropical forest here on the big island um, by sensing body heat so they can fly over a person, even if the person's down and they can't see them, they can detect the person by this imager. And they never had one before. And we had a, a rescue operation out at uh, uh, Captain Cook down in, at the bay. And uh, two young people from the mainland were washed out to sea by um, a storm surge. And um, they searched for three nights for the young man that they were not able to rescue. And, um, you know, they used that thermal imager. And they were never able to do that before. They were never able to search at night before um, for the, the person who was in the water um, unless they knew that the the person was there, they they weren't able to unless they were able to locate the person and then drop someone into the water, they were never able to search. So this imager had made it much more possible for them to do a better job. Um, so uh, Iron Man has given gators and ATVs to go across our lava terrain uh, to help rescue people, help to take supplies to firefighters who are out fighting on the lava deserts. Um, they have given uh, money toward training. Um, they just, I mean, they've been just unbelievably forthcoming. Again, the long-range communication system that they just supplied. Uh, the gift from Janet and Grant from HP Bike Works uh, this year is going to go toward a long-range communication system for Kahalu Beach Park. Uh, because, again, it's hard uh, at that beach for the people who are snorkeling or swimming or surfing to hear one lifeguard on a megaphone. So it's just it's been really amazing what you know our collaboration with the other community um, programs has done. This year we got a grant from the Rotary Club of North Hawaii, uh, and that grant is going to buy a winch for the Waimea Fire Station for their trucks to help pull cars out of um, uh, difficult situations or to help pull pull cars up out of valleys where they have gone off, and they did not nor could they afford one. That support from the Rotary Club uh, has been amazing. Young Brothers has donated a $1,000 grant a couple of years ago to help buy a rescue board for the, um, the lifeguards because their rescue boards were delaminating and uh, falling apart, and so they helped to donate a $1,000 toward buying a new rescue board for, um, for Kahalu. Well, it's amazing how many people have done, you know, the long-time commitment, but it's amazing. I always say it's one thing to start some event or start a foundation. It's another thing to stay committed for 17 years. And tireless effort on your part and, and also just an amazing effort that is 
it motivated people to be involved. I thank you for your nice comments about being supportive, but I really accolade out to everybody that goes to all your committee meetings, which I don't go to. I mean, it's amazing the commitment of people that show up and set up the silent auction and the Ann Petersons, and I, and I could go on and on of the people that have given every year for the, the Daniel Sayre Foundation dinner coming up this Saturday, August 30th at Fairmont Orchid, as, as Laura and Frank Sayre uh, started the organization uh, born out of the tragedy of losing their son to a hiking accident in Po'olu Valley and, and seeing the, the risk that the firemen took and the need for more equipment. And uh, so, again, it's Saturday, August 30th, DanielSayreFoundation.org.net or or .com, and you can go online. You can also sponsor a dinner for some of the firemen. There's all kinds of ways you can, you can get involved, not just on Saturday, August 30th, but year-round. So, Frank and Laura, and the thing is, you know, you're not couch potatoes. You're out there doing a lot of recreation yourself. You've had friends who have had bike accidents, uh, you know, ocean activity accidents and, and things, and, you, you know, you've had a lot of people personally touched by by your own uh, efforts, so it must be a pretty good feeling. It is, Emily. We um, uh, uh, the website will have after the event will have up the rescues for this year as well. And uh, one of the uh, uh, incidents was over in Lapahoyhoy, and uh, two uh, people. Laura mentioned this a little bit. Fell off the uh, roadside cliff there. Uh, one 30 feet down, another one 150 feet down, and they were able to get to each one of them and bring them up. And uh, James, Captain Kuniyoshi was the one that um, narrated that that video. And when he got all done, he said that every piece of equipment that was um, used in in that rescue was donated by the foundation and was paid for by the. Uh, enormous generosity of those in our community. So that you're right. It, it, it's uh, even people you don't know. You feel really good yeah. that, that that stuff is available and that they can use it. Well, I'm going to touch in with you next week before a couple of days before the event, so we can talk about it and afterwards too. If you give a little recap of how the evening went, uh, some last thoughts to our listeners. Well, we just would love to invite everybody who would like to come to please sign up and come. There, It's very easy to register for the event. Um, you just go to our website, www.danielsarahfoundation.net or .org or .com, and uh, there, you can register right online for the event. And the dinner, as Emily said, is just it's five-star gourmet buffet put on by the top star chefs at the Fairmont Orchid. And for anybody who's ever been involved with the Fairmont, you know about excellence. They, that's, that's the center of their mission. And so this event is it's just five-star. The whole event is five-star. So we would invite everybody to come. It's a wonderful evening. It's, uh, it's there out there for $216 a night for this particular event which normally would cost and they're offering it for all three nights of the weekend. If somebody wants to come and spend the entire day, Labor Day weekend out there, they're able to do that at that at that price. Um, you know, it, we couldn't do this without the Fairmont. We couldn't do this without our community. We couldn't do this without our committee members like you, Emily, and we have Sandy and Brian Caldwell, we have Dick and Louise Wagner. Liz Gregg is handling the silent auction this year with my husband Frank and Laura Varney and her group from hospice. 
We have our registration. Uh, Chairman Malia Bolt has been with us. You know, she, she was one of my patients when she was just a tiny little girl, and now she's this huge part of our foundation. Kirsten Busey, Ezra Lynch, um, that head up our foundation. Kavei Anaba and Sharon Sakai, who help us also with PR and are part of the chair people like yourself. And Sherry Bracken, also who's on our uh, PR committee and who's been one of our chair. So we, and then Wave and Dean Fernandez and Mike Portillo from Anna Branding, who do all of the publication formatting for us, for our posters, for our invitations, for our programs that we give out that night, um, and they donate all of their time. And then our Vision 2020 band, uh, who donate their time, and our musician Dennis Poscabillo, and our setup chairman Janelle Poscabillo and Leah Peck Chong who helped set up the the entire event, make it beautiful, and take it down. And then Ivy Grace, who's in charge of our flowers. And then we have some firemen that help us as well who are on our committee. Kazuo Todd, Jesse Ebersol, uh, Battalion Chief Gerald Kosaki, and Mike Lamb. And they um, they got kind of started with our foundation because of Bud and Mary Love, who have been with our foundation as um, our welcoming committee for for the 17 years that we have been involved with our foundation. So and we have great support from the Hawaii Community Foundation as well. They umbrellaed us for 10 years, and then they felt we were strong enough to be on our own. So, you know, seven years ago they said, okay, time to become your own standalone foundation. But they have been there supporting us from day one and uh, have just been amazing at helping us become the foundation that, that we have become and have supported our success. Well, I always said about coming into the dentist, just to see my dentist, Dr. Frank Scherer, hi, Dennis, Laura Scherer, that it was the most organized office that still you could always have a good time. And you can't say that about going into a lot of dentists. And that's the same way you run the Daniel Scherer Foundation dinner at the Paramount Orchid on Saturday, August 30th. It is so well organized. The presentation is beautiful. And, and fun, but at the same time effective and, and doing what you want, which is to raise lots of money to go to the Hawaii County Fire Department. Frank, last thoughts? Uh, just kind of a 90-degree a, a turn here, Emily, something that sort of uh, has been reinforced by uh, the way everybody on the island has pitched in to help the folks in Puna after the tropical storm is all here. And it's just, once again, sort of a reaffirmation of the fact that you know, we get in trouble over here, and, you know, Honolulu can't bail us out. Washington, D.C. can't bail us out. We're we're out here in the middle of the Pacific, and it's it's up to us to take care of each other. And the best way that I can think of doing it is to support the first responders, those who are, are there to uh, save our bacon. So this is an opportunity for all the folks to come out and say thank you and give these guys and ladies the support they need. Well, I'll certainly be with you in spirit. I'm always in Detroit on that particular weekend, as I am right now. It always rolls into the, the that weekend. But uh, I will be with you in spirit, and it's always a pleasure to to see you, talk to you, and certainly to have you as a guest on the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. And enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thanks, Emily. Well, it's always a pleasure to talk with uh, Laura and Frank. Uh, again, they've been my long time, 30 years, my dentist and dental hygienist. And I spent a lot of time in the dentist chair over the years since I was a little kid. So I got to know them pretty well. And 
Frank is from Michigan. I did meet his mom one time when I came here and went up to see her and say hello. And and he, I think he lived in Ypsilanti, but when he was a kid, he used to uh, come down to visit his grandparents that lived in the city. I think it was Montclair and Mac. I'm going to drive by there. I know where it is, see what the area is like now. And we got talking after we, we taped our show. I had been over at Belle Isle, which was created. It's in the heart of downtown Detroit, created by Frederick Olmsted, who also created Central Park and the park that's in Seattle or certainly had played a big part in it. And uh, Belle Isle has just been going through all kinds of uh, problems as far as keeping it up, just like our parks do in the county of Hawaii. You know, who's going to keep it up, the county or the state? Here it's the city of Detroit or the state of Michigan. And state of Michigan took over Belle Isle this year, and what a difference it's made. It's uh, fantastic. They've cleaned it up. It's it's. They turned the beautiful, beautiful Scott Fountain, the infamous or famous Scott Fountain, is back on. Uh, beautiful sculptures, and there, I was over there the other day, and I just couldn't believe how many people were on their bicycles, and the laughter, and the joy in the air, and people that grew up knowing about the Scott Fountain and all of what you know, like in any city, the differences, the things that have happened. Um, are also happy, and and uh, Frank was telling me that um, while his parents lived, his grandparents lived at uh, Montclair and Mac Avenue, he would he would go downtown and uh, to the David Whitney Building, and where his uh, I think his his grandfather was uh, a dentist, which is how he got inspired to. Uh, go into dentistry because of his dad, his granddad being a dentist, who was also his role model. And he said we, we uh, that they would drive over from Ypsilanti and they have lunch at a restaurant in J.L. Hudson Company, which was just the most iconic department store you can imagine with elevators and the elevator operators wore white gloves. It was really something else. And then um, he said they used to go buy salt rising bread at Stouffer's Bakery and then head home, but he also went to uh, saw an orthodontist in the Whitney building. So it was fun telling stories. And what's interesting about these buildings is the architecture in Detroit. These are just magnificent buildings. And uh, Dan Gilbert, who owns the Cleveland Cavaliers, has bought up a lot of the buildings in the city, and is, they're renovating them into lofts. One of the things in Detroit, there was never a lot of residential in the early days. There were a lot of homes because people came up to work in the auto industry and a lot of single-family homes, and the streets were just packed with people. In fact, I was looking at a special the other night on TV, and it's just amazing the amount of people that were on the street. And same when I was a kid. And these buildings, you'd go into them, they're just huge you know, ceilings and echoes when you walked in and beautiful marble floors, and as it was in the David Whitney building that, where Frank's granddad was. And all the doctors and dentists would be in there, or the Fisher building. And So Dan Gilbert, uh, several other people have been really putting a lot of money into the city. Mike Illich, who owns the Detroit Tigers and also the Detroit Red Wings and Fox Theater, and he's now building a new Red Wing just announced it this winter, a new Red Wings. Uh, uh, they've been playing at Joe Louis Arena, so there'll be a new arena right near Comerica Park where the Tigers play and, and the Detroit Lions. So a lot of history there, but it is fun to have that little connection with Frank and, and, and Laura you know, uh, by Frank having been from Detroit. And just We reminisce all the time when I'd go into the dentist chair and 
uh, just a, a great city once it's in his heart. And I can always tell when he talks about it that he, he has such fond memories of, of coming down into the city. And it's, uh, it, it is a pretty special city for sure. And once again, the Daniel Sayre Foundation Dinner is a pretty special event and a very important one for our Big Island community, all of us that enjoy recreation and all the monies they do raise to provide better and more equipment for the Hawaii Fire Department and uh, first responders. So Saturday, August 30th, Fairmont Orchid, a silent auction starts at 4.30, free parking. You can go online to register for the, uh, the dinner, which is a, just absolutely dinner, wonderful dinner, as Laura was saying. And you can also uh, sponsor some of the equipment for the fire department. You can kind of adopt that equipment that you buy. If you don't go to the dinner, you can always donate online. So as she said, they've raised over a million dollars and dollars and in-kind services and everything over the years. So I wish them well. I, sorry I won't be there. I'll still be in Detroit on the day of the event, but they're in spirit, of course. And they mentioned uh, Grant and Janet Higa-Miller. Uh, Grant, they're the owners of Bike Works, Bike Works Beach and Sport, and uh, Kona Beach and Sports, and been so supportive in the community. First, That's who I bought my first bike from when Grant started. He just had a little kiosk with a, about three or four mountain bikes on it way back what, to about 28 years ago and down on Lee Drive in uh, uh, Uncle Billy's. And now, of course, his store is down there, and he has been such a contributor, he and Janet, to the community in so many ways, and they're a big part of the Daniel Sayre Foundation as well. So I want to say thanks to some of my supporters, the Kunataki Ohana, Chick, Dinah, Earl, Helen, Daniel, John. John used to hang out in my store in Detroit when he was a jockey, and he used to run in my races. That goes back 30-plus years, and... Chick, I've learned so much from Chick. I love his stories. It, it, it's always a reminder that we get the history from people of, of what it was like when they, Kona was like years ago or what Detroit was like years ago. Chick tells stories about when he used to go fishing with his dad and throw a net, like down at the old airport, and the fish would come in in such thickness it would be like a rainbow as the waves came in. And uh, when I took him out to his first Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Hualalai, he was pretty taken back by the Four Seasons because the last time he had been there was uh, going fishing with his dad, throwing a net. So, but now he's a big fan of the Mitsubishi Electric Championship, and the players love him too. So they've gotten to know him. He's been very generous with the Viaha River Coffee, the Kunataki Ohana, Kunataki Estate Farms, and Viaha, the winners of the People's Choice Awards, and Hello Aloha three times for the, the Kona... Hulualoa Art and Coffee Stroll up in uh, that in November during the Coffee Festival, and that's a wonderful event. But it's a wonderful little town too. So any day of the week, it's a nice place to go up and take a, a nice walk and look at the shops and get something to eat. And it's a very special place up there, Hulualoa. Stop by and see Sam and the ukulele shop, and that's where Kona Hotel is, and Mary Lovins Art Gallery, Shelley Mosley White. Um, Oh, Michael Fields now has a studio up there, really well-known artist. So most of the people up there are well-known artists. And Viaha River Coffee, you can get at Dinah's, which is right next to Paul's Place. Paul's Place. Wow, I'm so glad that they, they're still there, one of the old-time little convenience stores. And it's really very special to go in, a very local store. But Dinah's right next door. She's got Viaha River Coffee and half-pound, full-pound bean and ground or... 
or um, dark or medium roast. And as they all say, they just want to make good coffee, and they do. They've won some nice awards. They've been on their land about 95 years, the Kunitaki Ohana. And uh, just uh, they know how to make good coffee. You can also go to KonaRoast.com. And uh, I always suggest that when you go up there, leave yourself a little time because Dinah loves to talk story and she does such a good job at it. You'll probably walk away with some avocados and fruit and local local uh, 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 vegetables or something because it's, it's just that's the kind of uh, atmosphere that she has in, in Dinah's. So again, Frank and Laura mentioned Grant and Janet Hega Miller. We're going to talk now with uh, Andrea Bess. Down, she was at the Kona Beach and Sports. Andrea works with uh, Bike Works, and they're a big supporter of her efforts to participate. She won. Uh, she was at the Brazil Ironman and did very well recently. Earned a spot in the Kona Ironman World Championships coming up in October. So we talked to Andrea about that, and also about her daughter Bella, who's. Swimming with the Kona Aquatics, Steve Borowski. Wow, what, a, what an amazing job he's done in, with his life. <laughs> he's coached Olympic swimmers, but what he's done in, in our community as far as developing wonderful swimmers who have gone on during college scholarships and do a lot of wonderful things. Down in a very busy uh, Kona uh, marketplace, and where Kona Beach and Sports, formerly Hawaiian Pedals, is located. And we're going to talk with Andrea Bess. I haven't talked with Andrea for a couple months. Last time I talked to her, she was on her way to Brazil, her hometown, to try to earn a qualifying spot for Ironman, which she is a veteran, but yeah. it's pretty tough to get in these days. So, Andrea, welcome to the show. We were going to talk with Bella, your daughter, who's had just had a, a great month last month, uh, the swimming and the uh, over in Oahu in the state tournaments. But let's uh, focus on yourself first here. Tell us about going to, to Brazil and, and the qualifying and yeah, hi, had, I was watching you on Facebook and you you know you had a lot of uh, a lot of preparation not just in the training but just getting over there and everything so yeah it's it's not easy you know um, it's a, such a, a you know accomplished accomplished to go there and um, get those lot in my hometown to 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 be able to race at home. And, now, well, so. and you must have been a little bit anxious because in order to get into the Ironman, you had to earn a slot over there. So here you yeah. were going home, seeing uh -huh. family and friends yeah. and everything, and yet really focused on the reason you were there was to try to earn a spot in the Ironman. Yeah, so. that was uh, that was actually my eighth race of the year. Uh -huh. I prepared really, really well for the race. Um, I was really focused. I knew I had a chance to do it. And it uh, was, was, was really good. Actually, I did better than I expect. It could be better. After I, I knew I had this lot, I kind of I just had fun, and I stepped back, and I say, you know, I'm not going to hurt myself. And what point was that? Uh, Were you, the, like, in the middle of the run? After, or? Yeah, about the middle of the run, uh -huh. I knew, you know, I had this lot already, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm oh, fine I'm here. Oh, I'm glad so I, for you. So I was seeing friends and family. I stopped in the middle of the, the run, and I just hug Great. everybody, kiss everybody. Oh, Isabella. I'm so glad for you. I didn't pick that up on your oh, Facebook page. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I walked for about 30 minutes on the run. It was, oh. But I was just having fun because yeah. I was so happy, you know, laughing and crying at the same time because <laughs> I could not believe it. I really had a a good, good time. That well, was my my a race and went 
really well. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. I knew it. I knew it went well, but I'm glad to hear that you were able to little back off a little bit, also yeah. just to save yourself a little bit, getting ready for October, the Ironman World Triathlon. Of course, the Ironman distance always the same: 2.4 mile swim. The swim's always first for safety reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, bicycle, 112 miles, and then a marathon, which is always 26.2. When somebody mentions a marathon, it's 26.2 miles. And uh, I did my first Ironman back in 1981 and 82. There were two of them in that year, and I was showing uh, one of your associates, Winona Chin, who earned a spot in the Ironman, a picture from Herb and I when we crossed the finish line. She was cracking up at the bike and our, our attire because it was pretty different back in 1982. You know, yeah. the bikes we were riding were almost like mountain bikes. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, your equipment. You're down here at uh, Kona Beach and Sports working today. You're a big part of the Bike Works team. Yeah, everybody been, with um, Bike Works, uh, yeah. everybody, they're either they're either triathletes or you've got great mountain bikers like Max Fontaine, La Fontaine, mm-hmm. and and Jeff and Richard yeah, and everybody. Yeah, pretty much everybody. And for yourself, active. you're into the yeah. into the triathlon. Well, I've been with Bike Works. It's been I don't know six seven years. They always supporting me, backing me up. Grant and Janet, they're like the most beautiful people I've ever met. Um, and uh, they always help me with, you know, whatever I need for my races. And uh, they always make sure I have everything in place, you know, so I can really, you know, reach my goal. And both and, of uh, them are veterans. They've both done they the Ironman, and yeah. Grant is doing it again this year. Exactly. In fact, so in honor fun. of a friend of his. But it's amazing that they're able to do that and also be as prepared as they are with their stores for the oh, Ironman week, which is crazy. So, yeah. Now, you, tell me this. When did you move to the Big Island? I moved in 2006. Okay. And um, and what brought you here? The Ironman? Uh, no, I, I, I always watch triathlon, and I always um, like you know, but I, I could not really swim. So, and then I moved here. You know, I, I got married Jerry Bass. Okay. Former, he's a awesome paddler, waterman. He's, okay. Um, and he taught me how to swim. He's like he took me one mile out in the, his canoe and he's flipped the board, oh, wow. the boat, and he say, "Okay, now swim." So I had no choice. I had to. <laughs> so and then. You know, I could bike because I've been being uh-huh. an um, indoor cycling instructor for like 18 years. Okay. And uh, I always ran. Okay. So I just need to get the swim together. And and here you are, you know, yeah. one of the, the top uh, triathletes around. Oh, and, you. Uh, you know, going to be stepping in that starting line again for the Ironman World Four Triathlon. Since yeah. you're training like this morning, you got up early, got ready for Bella for school, and then you go over to Pacific Island Fitness, which does such a great job over there at Pacific Island Fitness, yeah. where you teach a spinning class and also the uh, Brazilian Zumba. Yeah, <laughs> I do the, the classes. I'm also the fitness director of okay. the, the gym. Um, and uh, I had a class. And then after, I went for Ocean Swim. Uh-huh. And then now I'm here working in um, Hawaiian Paddle, so, you know. Beach. So it's seven days a week you're training? Pretty much. Uh-huh. Now that, you know, eight weeks from the, the race, so now it's pretty much sometimes one day off uh-huh. a week, you know, or like an active rest. And is a lot of your training alone, or are you doing a lot of uh, uh, group riding? And, and um, I always try to train with people that are faster than me. Okay. You know, so I can push myself. Uh-huh. 
Um, I train alone a lot too because it's good for your mental. Yeah. Uh, I train a lot with Brie Wee too. Now she just uh-huh. just on Canada, so she's getting back into training. She's also doing Kona. Yeah, I was so yeah. happy. Uh, I, I watched the progress while she was over there doing it, and during the race, some people were posting some of her. Mm-hmm. I was so happy. I could she's just see, I have tears just thinking about it. And I love the picture on the the front page of Western White today. She was so happy, mm-hmm. but to, there she had to go over to Canada to earn her spot. A local yeah. triathlete. Exactly. who has turned professional mm-hmm. and uh, all know, of you are so mutually supportive of one another yeah we are and um, you know she's a really great training for me we, we have so much fun together so we swim in the ocean this morning and um, she's just getting back so you know we're gonna get some trainees in this next eight weeks so the you know Kona girls well let's talk about you know the fact that you both of you uh, have children yeah, you single know, moms. And the single well, moms, yeah, no, she, the, the, way, single the way that you're you're weaving it all in and making it happen is fantastic. And, yeah, it's and not bringing, easy. No, I'm sure <laughs> you know, it's not. I have, like, four different jobs. Uh-huh. Um, four jobs. But, you know, just, I think uh, for any of us at any age, you know, whatever it is we're trying to do, uh-huh. you can just be working. But then you're adding that, that dream you have of doing, whether somebody wants to play golf or... Yeah. Or running or swimming or entering events. Yeah, and I, I believe, that's what makes it so admirable yeah. is that you stay with it, the commitment. Yeah, I believe there's there's no excuse. If you really, really want to do it, you make it happen, you know, but you really need to want it, you know. Otherwise, you're going to find excuse. Oh, I have to work. You know, my days of work, sometimes I work 12, 13 hours a day, you know, and then I find time to train. It's not easy. Plus, I have a daughter. Pick up in school, drop it off, and, you know, take her to swim and pick it up and it's it, it's not easy but you know this is a time to do this stuff yeah we're, we're not getting any younger and, so. and you have a lot of <laughs> lot of support out there a lot of I people do. that are always I'm so you know blessed under... and really thankful for that i have a lot of support well you've obviously uh, endeared an awful lot of people with your classes at pacific island yeah. fitness and just with your upbeat spirit and your enthusiasm mm-hmm. for bella being in the kona aquatics under yeah. steve borowski and there's so many parents that are have their children also in Kona Aquatics, too, that are triathletes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's one great big ohana, isn't yeah. it? And all these kids are going to turn is. into great triathletes because they're, they're learning all this at such I a young so. age. <laughs> and what's nice about it is I feel like they're they're, they're getting it in such a, a competitive atmosphere, but at the same time, really a happy atmosphere. Yeah, it is. It's the new generation. It's good that, you know, they see, you know, the parents being active and racing and being competitive you know some somehow and um so they get that that feeling the, you know the energy just pass on and just keep keep doing it so i hope isabella you know wants to be a triathlete a day so her swimming <laughs> that she did over in the states uh yeah, she did really i well. saw some nice pictures of her real happy mm-hmm. and what's her is she a long distance swimmer I think um, I saw she did a relay, well, right? Well, half of the seasons is short distance, okay. another half is long distance, so it's pretty oh, really? much everything. Okay. Yeah, you know, ocean swim and everything. She does pretty much everything. And, of course, Steve Borowski, I mean, he's uh, trained Olympians and, mm-hmm. you know, NCAA yeah. champion himself. He's and just amazing. He's had an amazing career. Yeah, and, and I hope that one day, you know, help her get her into college. That's her goal. Okay. You know, getting to college. 
you know, I don't know, single mom is hard to afford yeah. college these days. Well, that's the beautiful thing about <laughs> yeah. Title IX is the exactly. parity for women, and there's so many uh, scholarships nowadays for, and she's only, what, 12 years old she's, now? She just turned 12. Just turned 12, ago. so yeah. it just, it's unbelievable what's happening. I love reading West Hawaii today, every day, somebody's got a scholarship, athletic scholarship, yeah, so and she, she, boys and she girls. She really wants that, um, so... I say, well, you just have to keep swimming, uh-huh. you just have to keep the focus, you know, I'm going to support you as much as I can, all I can do for you, I would do it. And, and, and um, is she uh, into running at all? Does she do some running uh, with she you? She started, okay. you know, she started, yeah. she's like, oh, I kind of like it, she can bike too, yeah, okay. you know, we ride bikes together sometimes. So she's easing into it. She's yeah, yeah. yeah. So, she's too young. I think soon she's gonna like have more of the feeling. So for tell it. me, I saw they had the um, pedal to the colloquial race, uh, pedal till you puke, and what's you know off it yesterday or last Sunday. Yeah, and was somebody the last was saying weekend. the guy who won it. They said what was amazing was that he rode a tri uh, triathlon bike. Oh really? Okay. Oh. And what is the difference between the bikes? What What's different about a triathlon well, bike? Um, I mean, I've done an, the I've done an Ironman, yeah. but I, I, you know, we use such These different days, bikes. Everything's then. so different. It's so right? high tech now. Yeah, a road bike is a little lighter, have a different positioning for you, so um, it's better for climbing. Uh-huh. Uh, you can power a little more, especially because the bike is uh-huh. lighter too. And is that what they call a triathlon bike? No, the road bike. Yeah, that's the, what I thought. Okay. Yeah, and the tri bike. The, the positioning is different because you know you have to run right after, so it worked different muscles. Oh no, kidding! Save wow, some isn't that interesting? For, yeah, yeah, save some muscles for the run. So the positioning is sitting on uh-huh. the bike, and also have the arrow bars. You can go in the arrow position, and oh. um, so you can go that, faster. That's amazing. As much as I've been around it, I didn't realize that I'm going to have to go into uh, Coda Beach and Sport and talk to Jeff Manzo and just have him kind of show that to me. Oh Those yeah, that would be yeah. yeah, yeah, because there's so many you know different types of bikes and brands today. Well, I've always been a mountain biker, and Grant got me into mountain biking. You know, I uh-huh. used to mountain bike with Grant. One of the stories I love to tell is when we rode up a, a path one time, and he said, "You know, someday this is going to be a road." The, he had heard, and yeah. that road is now Hinalani. that goes up to really? you know, past Costco, but it was wow, just a path at amazing. that time. And we rode down Polani Road at a really high speed. You know, we could actually go in the uh-huh. middle of the road yeah. in those days. Yeah. That was about 20 years ago, but the, the the whole complexion of bicycles and running shoes and everything, that's why Bike Works and Bike Works Beach and Sport and Kona Beach and Sports has been such a great service to the community yeah. because you've got all these multi-sport products, mm-hmm. and they're good ones, and all of you that work here know what to talk to people yeah. about. Yeah, and whatever, you know, new stuff that is out there, Grant always makes sure he, you know, he goes to the mainland to the... You know, bike expo, specialized expos, and um, and to get everything new, so and he can teach us everything and just pass everything to us. So we always have new informations with whatever is new out there. And what I think is pretty neat, when I was just walking in, uh, Cheryl Shirley, your general manager here at Corner Beach and Sport, was uh, getting a few bikes ready for someone that for was going to rent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so that's I just love that. And she said that more people are renting bikes these days, coming off the cruise ships rather oh, than renting yeah. cars. They're renting for the day. So they'll rent it for the day? Yeah, they rent for the day, and uh, they go on Leahy Drive, they can... They can see all the, the beaches, you know, uh-huh. like they go all the way up to Keahoe and back, and then they 
you know, the, the cruise leaves like another day. They return the bikes, and it's perfect. And and she said she really notices the difference from a few years ago. Uh, pe- more and more people come in, and they're interested in where they can ride a bike, and mm-hmm. they don't want to rent a car, or they're taking walks, or they're buying some kind of walking shoe. And that's really nice to see, because you see that big difference up at Waikoloa Beach Resort, too. Yeah. I was just with uh, Scott Head, the VP of Resort Operations, yesterday, and we were talking about that. And he was saying, well, the thing is, we have sidewalks. I said, hey, I, I did uh, PR for the King Shops and everything for years, and nobody used those sidewalks. What's great is why all the resorts are fostering that more, too, uh-huh. encouraging the bike activity, just like uh, Kona Beach and Sports does the... Uh, the bike rides every Tuesday morning up at Queen's Marketplace. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. all that kind of stuff fosters an atmosphere yeah. where visitors mm-hmm. become bikers. They can rent a bike at any one of the bike work stores. Yeah. Uh-huh, and they can exactly. be part can, I run into people at the, um, I was riding my bike, and at the scenic point, I ran into two ladies that were from Washington, and they had rented a couple bikes from, from Bike Works oh, yeah. uh, for five days uh-huh. taking routes, and they said everybody had been great you know, telling them where to ride. Spread the word because of. You know, a person ran to have a good experience, had a good time and good service, and they like the bikes. We usually use high-end bikes, Uh you know. um, We rotate the bikes all the time. Well, even the city bike with the 7-speed is a nice little bike. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's specialized. So it's really all giant. It's always really nice brands, you know. And as low as $15 a day, and if you do multiple days, it's even Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, what a great experience. Yeah, it is. I live right across the street from here. We're down at Kona Beach and Sports on Ali'i Drive, which is the the last leg of the finish line of the Ironman World Triathlon that will be coming up in October, talking with Andrea Best. Of course, she'll be in that starting line. Yeah. She's, she's a veteran with Ironmans, but she, like everybody, they have to earn their spot in it. And she went and to Brazil harder, to harder, more competitive every single oh, they get, year. It gets harder get, and harder. I, I, I can't even imagine the numbers, probably in the hundred thousands of people that try to uh, oh, qualify. Yeah, it's, it's, it's huge. But right now, long Ironman, it, it got into a huge, huge. Um, it's like it's just boom. Had a boom like a couple yeah. of years ago. It's just. Yeah. And uh, they added more races right. all over the world. Of course, the Olympic distance helped out with that a lot. And, of course, it, it seems like it was overnight, but it really it was 1981. It was exactly. the first one over here. That's the one I was in. I came from Detroit to do that, mm-hmm. one of the first women. And I think Herb and I were the first couple that ever did it. But wow. uh, So you figure that's 20, 30-some years, right? Yeah. So it always seems like it happens fast, but it's been exponentially. It's just uh-huh. been so popular all over yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, the, the world championships are here in Kona. Yeah. And this is and a real hubbub of activity come the week of October 10th. It's, it's unbelievable. Actually, the the whole month prior, Ironman, right. you know, pro, professional triathletes, they get here way earlier, like four or five weeks before, uh-huh. to get the last, you know, phase of the training for Kona. And then, you know, two weeks before, this place is another, you don't even feel like you're in Kona. You feel like a... A triathlon city or something. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's how only many... bikes, runners, swimmers, and spandex and lycras all over the place. And it's amazing <laughs> how many people have moved to Kona as a result of them being uh, in the Ironman and come here and started yeah. a new life and That's true. and loving it and contributing to the community. Uh-huh. You know, like yourself. You yeah. know, and and you just mentored so many people and different and your many different ways of mentoring. I mean, well, I, I just figure that you know, been there, done that. I uh-huh. started one day I didn't know anything I still have a lot to learn you know I've been doing triathlons for only six seven years now and I still have a lot to learn 
But I, I've been there like all my first triathlon, what to do. Yeah. So I like to like share a little bit of like, you know, it's going to be okay. You're going to yeah. have a blast. It's fun. And you're going to, as soon as you cross the finish line, you want to do it again. You and know, I, and I think that the Grant and Janet foster that atmosphere so much that you all yeah. give back to the community. Mm-hmm. You got your tenth sale August thirtieth up at uh, uh, Kona. 20, uh, <clears throat> Saturday, August thirtieth. Yeah, yeah. It's Kona um, Bike Works up on the Huya Street mm-hmm. in the old industrial area, which is like a community appreciation day. Yeah. But what a great day for people that are just thinking about maybe getting involved to get there and mingle and mix and yeah, yeah, dance yeah. a little bit. But there'll yeah, be a lot of great specials fun. going on. Oh yeah, pretty much. Great time for people to pick everything. up some equipment. Yeah. Yeah, before Iron Man, it's the best time, you yeah. know? It's like, don't miss it, because it, the sooner, the earlier you get there, it's better, because, you know, so, mid of the day, we're like, there's so many people pass by, and it's, it's, it's pretty busy. So it's that's fun. Saturday, August 30th, that's coming up, yeah. right? Okay, any other events right now with uh, with uh, Bike Works? Uh, well, you guys, of course, the well, Tuesday... we're getting ready for Iron Man yeah. now, you know, and... Um, Really focus in order all a bunch of new stuff and everything. So um, yeah, the yeah. stores are well stocked, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, we're it. starting yeah. now because um, this year I think is going to be super big, bigger uh-huh. than last year. Every year sure. it grows. Yeah. Well, Andrea, I see lots of people walking into the store here at Hawaiian Pedals, well, formerly Hawaiian Pedals, yeah. now Kona Beach and Sports. Right on Lee Drive, stop in and see Cheryl Shirley and Andrea Bess and, and uh, Sly. Right? Mm-hmm. That's who else is your crew? Rachel? Is she still working with Rachel? you? She's Rachel? Rachel and Winona yeah. Chin. Uh-huh. And Winona earned a spot in Iron Man too. Yeah. She was she again another recreational athlete who just couldn't believe how well she did and earned mm-hmm. a spot and she gave back by having the training for the Hilo triathlon. Mm-hmm. So just a wonderful spirit that comes out of uh, the bike works, the three stores. Really yeah. giving back to the community. Yeah, and now Grant is doing the race too, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. Yeah. You know, this year there's so many, you know, great people doing the race and uh, for people, for the local people who's watching, I think it's going to be super, super entertaining. Because there's so many big island athletes. Exactly. Because some got in the lottery, but so many of you went off to other places and qualified. Qualified, Which yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Exactly. Okay, Andrea Bess, and uh, we'll get a chance to talk with Bella in a couple weeks, okay? I'd really oh, want, yeah. I really want to she, hear from her that. how she, yeah. you know, her feelings about uh, being in the, was that the state championships last year? Yeah, the states, yeah, yeah. That was, um, um Last month. Okay. Yeah. She well, good for her. You know, in Honolulu. Usually, I think the next one will be in Maui, yeah. the United States. Well, it's so very, she, very sweet you know, watching the two of you. She went to eight finals, and she, you know, she, she went to um, uh, three finals. Yeah, actually. that's she what I saw. Really good, yeah. And tell me this, is, is Bella your uh, videographer, videographer when you're doing your Facebook things? Oh, yeah, <laughs> she is. She, she does is, a good job. She has fun. She just enjoys. She does like, a Mom, you're so cool, she tells me all the time. You're really cool, Mom. Isn't that fun? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I can, see, we that, I can see that you have fun with the things that you post, and I think they're good for the community <laughs> because they're always upbeat and happy yeah. and encouraging to people. Uh-huh. And people are motivated by it. And she's uh, just kudos to Grant and Janet Hickamiller for all their efforts and all the staff and all the fun that you all share with all of us. Really oh, appreciate it. Oh, I think I just you. met you last year. Yeah. It was the first time I met you. Mm-hmm. So it's been a lot of fun staying yeah. in touch with you and you inspire sure, me. Anytime. Definitely inspire me. So, okay. Well, thanks, Andrea Bess down Thank here you. at Kona Beach and Sports. She'll be towing the line of the Ironman coming up October 10th. 
Is it? I think, yeah, yeah. 11. This year is October 11. 11. It's always yeah. under the full moon for yes, safety reasons. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. Well, again, a, a big thanks to Grant, Janet Hegan-Miller, and everybody at Bike Works, uh, all supportive of the Emily T. Gale Show and longtime friends and sponsors. I really appreciate their support. And I'm going to head down to downtown in a few minutes and, and take a bike ride and stop by Shinola and get a drought drink. And Shinola, I've been talking about a lot. They, they're making some beautiful high-end bikes uh, for, for urban riding. They're a couple thousand bucks, but they're they're really designed beautifully by Sky Yeager, who is uh, well-known in the... The elite bike community, elite meaning the the people that are really know about bicycles, and uh, she's their designer. She came from I think Bianchi or some of the bike companies where she's really was a forerunner in design. And uh, it's just uh, Detroit. Last night was the slow roll, about uh, four or five hundred people taking a ride from the old Chilele Bar throughout downtown Detroit. Uh, just a a wonderful city for for bicycling these days and. Uh, they just a couple months ago opened up some pathway or some some bike lanes right on some of the main streets. I mean, the the attitude has been fantastic, and Detroit's getting a reputation for really catering to bikes and getting the kind of things that we've been trying to get. So many people have been working tirelessly for, um, from wider shoulders to everything. So every community is is looking to create a more bike friendly community and certainly bike works has done a lot for that i've been really working on the technology so i can post the shows more places than espnhawaii.com which i'm always proud to have them posted there i think they josh pacheco the program director does a great job of for me very helpful but it's just a great job as far as local sports and posting uh, the ball games that he gives live broadcasts for with football season coming up you'll be able to listen to all the games, and, and you always do, whether it's football or basketball or what, but certainly with football season coming up, he'll be a very busy person. Of course, he's got his show five days a week, the Josh Pacheco Show in the in the morning on ESPN Radio, AM 815 Hilo, AM 790 in Kona. And as I'm learning all this technology, a big uh, shout-out to J.R. DeGroote from West Hawaii Today. He's helping me a little bit. And West Hawaii Today, also very supportive. I love the way they run my short hops with the guest list. And you, too, can send in your activity that you're hosting or an event you're putting on to sports at westhawaiitoday.com, and they have their short hops uh, column, which keeps expanding. I hope I've had something to do with that and letting people know because – People do read it. I hear from people all the time. They know who my guests are, and I, I really appreciate their support. But JR has been helping me with some of the technology, my new website, uh, so we can integrate more more technology into the show. So that my site is at emilys.org or emilytgale.com. And without Robert down at 808 Computers in the Conoco Shopping Center or 808computers.com, I would really be struggling. Uh, every time I get myself in a bind, Robert's there to help me out, and I I cannot express how much I appreciate his support. Boy, they've done a great job. There's a reason they've been voted as the best computer store. They uh, just really take care of people, and I'm amazed how many people I see in there when I go into the store for some help. And I, I remember when they opened, and it looked like they were going to be a busy place as they were putting up the shelves where they would put people's 
you know the the, pro the things they needed to work on. But every day I go in, they're expanding uh, more and more uh, workspaces. So people are really people do know how good they are, and I really I highly recommend them if you've got a problem. Robert can go on remotely and work on your computer too. So that's been a real blessing when he's been able to do that for me. So a big hug to Robert and Donna down there at 808computers.com and also uh, 808 Realty. Donna and uh, Jonathan and Lyman Medeiros, one of my favorite. Lyman's got some new shows up on Big Island TV. Always a delight to, to watch his shows. So, um, gosh, I've, I owe Lyman a lot of things. He gave me a lot of support over the years as well. It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. And I want to remind everybody to pick up the Big Island Visitor Guide on newsstands everywhere and also online. And they do a wonderful job. They have the TV guide in the magazine. So the magazine is in all the hotel rooms and timeshares. And I mention that because you can send an activity you have into their calendar section. is complimentary, and, and they'll list it. They do a nice job with ca calendar sections, as you can with uh, ESPN uh, Radio and KBIG and Kappa and Native FM. So from the bottom of my heart, I love having an opportunity to to do the Emily T. Gale show and, and keep tying in uh, Detroit and Hawaii. I think the one of the things that really tells me, you know, all so many things that every community goes through are sociological issues. They aren't unique to Detroit or unique to Hawaii. And when I went over to Belle Isle the other day and saw the all oh, the people that were there and enjoying it, and a lot of the reason there's so much activity there now is the state of Michigan took over the, ball, the the Belle Isle from the city of Detroit. The city couldn't afford to maintain the restrooms and get the fountain on and all the, the huge slide. I just saw a picture today that the slide is up now and and um, there's a beach over there. Uh, there's, people do a lot of swimming in the Detroit River and enjoy the beach and the laughter and everything is great. And it always reminds me of Hapuna Beach and the, the discussion that goes on of who, who can run our parks better, the county of Hawaii or the state of Hawaii. So many of these uh, things that I talk about more and more as I weave them together, more and more I realize that they're all tied in together. And uh, I, I really am enjoying having that opportunity to tie it all in together. So big mahalo to uh, ESPN Radio and uh, to all my, my sponsors and my friends who listen and people who send me emails and make comments on Facebook and uh, I, I really appreciate it. Life is good. Thanks so much for listening. It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com.